Wagwan people, what is up guys? Welcome to the first episode in season four of It's All Relative. I am K. Chris Anthony. You know, I could not sit down and wait any longer to greet you guys because I miss you guys. I couldn't wait any longer to start season four. Now, if you're joining me for the very, very first time, thank you so much for being a part of this listening platform. You could have gone anywhere else, but you chose to be here and for that, I really do appreciate it. Really, really do appreciate it. And for those of you who have been here since S1, EP1, thank you for being a relative to It's All Relative and continue to think, create, and relate. Now, I am here generally uh, basically to just vent. Like, really vent. Because what has been happening in Jamaica is like mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. But before I get into it, I just want to send a shout-out to two of my good friends. His name is Andon, who recently released one of his newest single called Start Over. Now, you can check him out on Spotify, Apple Music, you know. You can check out his music video on YouTube. You can just look him up. His name is Andon. That's A-N-D-O-N. You can also follow him on Instagram and TikTok as well as um, Twitter. It's at A-N-D-O-N. Follow him. Leave a, leave a like. Leave a comment. Share. Retweet. You know, repost. Um, you know, like. Subscribe. Everything that you can possibly think of. And for my closest, bestest, bestest friend, uh, this open soul, he also released a new single called This Love. You can also check him out on all streaming platforms. You can also follow him on Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok. You, and you can also follow him on YouTube as well. It's, it's at This Open Soul. All one word. At This Open Soul. Can go there check out his video on youtube you know you can like it subscribe leave a comment and make sure to share give him all the love you can think you can give him give him all of the love give both of them all the love now let's get straight into it now really and truly really and truly really and truly as you can see the name of this podcast just says it all Jamaica really is not a <laughs> Jamaica is not a real place to be honest. It's not. No, there is no Tuesday morning. It's twelve forty six right now, and I chose to to you know to record uh, this episode at this time of the night. You know because it's much, it's much quiet, and I'm not disturbing anyone in my house, uh, which gives me enough time and you know the space to do so and to vent as I want. So it was announced Sunday afternoon that the taxi operators and bus drivers here in Jamaica will be going on a strike, you know, an all-island strike because they are requesting or demanding from the government, not even request, I'm going to use the word, the term, demand, an amnesty from, a ticketing amnesty from the government you know and what i mean by what it means by a ticket amnesty it means they will be pardoned from the you know repercussions that comes with these traffic violations that they have committed you know and you know so they will be able to pay their tickets and pay their fine 
without having any form of penalties uh, being without incurring any form of penalty any at all. Now personally, and I share the same sentiment as many Jamaicans right across the island share. I hope that the well it did come over on the news when I was watching it that the government will not be granting these taxi men and bus drivers any form of amnesty. If anybody who know who lives in Jamaica or anybody who has been living in Jamaica outside of Jamaica, who lives outside of Jamaica but has been living in Jamaica long enough to know that the taxi men and the bus drivers, specifically the coastal bus drivers, right? Now talking about the Jamaica Urban Transit Company, JUTC, talking about the coastal bus drivers, the highest bus drivers, the taxi men those persons in particular when them drive on the road it not normal it not normal at all it's not a normal thing really and truly because these people tend to put people's lives at risk and the fact that the public have to be depending on them to take them from point a to point b is an atrocity the way how they are treated it is an atrocity. An accident happened a couple of weeks ago on Canton Spring Road that involved a coaster bus driver and three other vehicles on the, spa, on the Canton, Spring, uh, Canton Spring Road Lake. I would not have said mention Canton Spring Road, but it caused that, right? Because the gentleman wasn't paying attention as to what was happening in front of him. So he collided with a pickup and the pickup ricocheted and collided with the other two vehicles, you know, causing a major traffic pileup on the road because it's a dual carriage that's right there as well. When we heard the reports that was publicized um, by the Island Traffic Authority or the police force, Jamaica Constabulary Force, the traffic division there, and they were giving the report for persons who were on the scene, it was mentioned that the driver of the bus, the coaster bus, had a hundred and twenty traffic ticket or traffic violation in his possession. His his rec on on record rather. He had a hundred and twenty traffic tickets or traffic violator violations on record. Now you tell me. Now you tell me. This why is this man still on the road? Why is this man still on the road? And then we see that these taxi men right across Jamaica, because the chaos that was happening in Jamaica this morning for the entire day, uh, Monday morning, for the, all of Monday, it was really chaotic. I have been seeing videos from downtown Kingston, in Halfway Tree, in Maypen. I have seen videos from, uh, I've been scrolling through TikTok and I've seen persons going live and giving their own comments. Even the very taxi men themselves were going live and said that the government needs to grant them this, uh, needs to grant them this amnesty because they won't be working. Now, just like the public, I am sharing this very same sentiment. I hope that the government, well, as I said, the government is not granting them because it did go up on the news. The government will not be granting them any form of amnesty at all. At all.
if you live in a Jamaica really and truly and see how these taxi men behave on the road, and this is just my humblest opinion, the, 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 the figures may not be true, probably I'm over-exaggerating, but I believe it warrants it. It's a 90% of the accidents will happen on the roads in Jamaica, especially in the corporate area, is because of taxi man. Because of the taxi men. 90% of the accidents that happen in the corporate area in Jamaica, well, I can only speak for Kingston and St. Andrew, 90% is because of taxi men. Because of taxi men. There are taxi men who run them route at first of all when there was a fear increase when the government said they're going to put a 20 percent increase on the bus fares for um for special operators the taxis and the bus drivers them um, excluding the jamaica urban transit company jutc they're going to give a 20 percent increase on the taxi fare and that's solely because of the you know the, the the unrest that's happening in Russia between Russia and the Ukraine right now that is affecting the entire world right now, right? The bus fare is a hundred dollars, and as far as my maths is uh, maths work, you know, twenty percent of a hundred is of a hundred dollars is twenty dollars, so sh they should be charging us a hundred and twenty dollars before that increase or that increase was ever signed off on. Persons are paying $150 on these taxis and these buses to go from point A to point B. That is number one. These taxi men want to charge. And I can understand with the whole aspect of charging $150 because really and truly it's really hard. It's really hard. It's really hard out there for, um, for, to be making that kind of uh, the money that they want to be uh, to making that little bit of money. On the road by running their road taxis and the gas prices increasing, the fares not increasing, all of those things. I can understand that. What I will never ever understand is the fact that these taxi men and bus drivers and the leader for the taxi operators association in Jamaica, him him is another one, you know. Him of all people is going to come and say that he's going to there's going to be oh furthermore this strike is going to be last it will be lasting for three days as according to them three days now the chaos that has been on the road today i haven't been on the road but i saw the videos and stuff on the road of, of things happening right across jamaica i can tell you that right across jamaica and they know there were some taxi men who weren't necessarily participating in the strike, right? And the moment them load up them taxi, you see other taxi men standing in front of the vehicle and taking people out of them car. And we have in Jamaica what you call these loader men. Men that who men who basically go and find the passengers and take them to put them in the vehicle. These loader men come and harass some of the people them. I, in, uh, when, when before the whole ticketing amnesty thing debacle, they will harass people for come and go into them vehicle. These men don't have vehicles for them own, and if they do, they don't operate them for themselves any at all. You know, they stay out there and them load people the taxi men vehicle. The taxi men probably give them a hundred, a hundred and fifty dollars for loading them vehicle. It was featured on the news today, or right all over social media, that some of these very taxi men and loader men were taking people out of the taxis because they want everybody to participate in the strike 
not everybody can afford to participate in the strike. And what I don't understand, well, lo and behold, because of those videos that were, because of the video that was going viral, you know, the same loader men, loader men, police held on to them and charged them for indecent behavior on the road and intimidating um, passengers or intimidating persons within the public. Because the gentleman had a, um, what you call it? A stick, like a two by four or something of the sort, in his hand. In his hand, you know, and going into the man's vehicle. And lo and behold, one of the passengers that was around the back of the seven seater was filming him, cussing his, cussing him, saying him curse words and everything with the stick in hand. And I tell people for come out of the vehicle, come out of the vehicle, all of these things. And there was another video that was that was showing him taking the people out of the vehicle. And then when the policemen came on the scene, lo and behold, I'm so happy that the policemen nabbed him and um, for his behavior on the road by doing that. And he was charged along with several other persons. These are the kinds of things that are happening in Jamaica right now. This lawless behavior, lawlessness that persons have been going through. People have been so, it has been replaced in such a disposition today. People were late for work. Students couldn't turn up to school because they depended so heavily on the, ta uh, the taxis and the bus drivers to carry them from point A to point B. Depend so heavily. I am so glad that the government responded and said they're not granting them no amnesty because trust and believe the way how these men, sorry, not even men, sorry, the way how these taxi drivers operate on the road and the drive, the kind of driving that them drive on the road. Like, listen, you see, when I'm going to Papillon, and this is something that I'm so annoyed at. It is so annoying. Many of these taxi men have seven-seater vehicle. And would you believe these people, these taxi men, or rather, let me not say taxi men again. Well, predominantly, majority of them are taxi men. But these taxi drivers, predom well, when them, almost all of them have seven-seater, a seven-seater vehicle. Toyota Wish, or whichever one it wants to be. But as long as them have a seven-seater seven and would you believe so they are going to be fitting 10 persons in that vehicle? Three around the extreme back, four in the middle, and two in the passenger seat and the driver. 10 persons fitting in a seven-seater vehicle. I remember when I took one of those um, seven-seater vehicles and I was sitting at the back of the vehicle, right? At the very back. And when the driver got into the vehicle now and he was ready to drive the vehicle out at the taxi stand, the speed at which he drove out of that taxi stand, I remember there are persons crossing the road, walking across, you know, and based on how the taxis parked, there are persons who are walking alongside some of the cars that are parked on the, um, at the curb. There are persons on the sidewalk. The sidewalk is so filled with people, some persons will take to the street and walk along the side where the cars are parked, right, in the road, right? But the speed at which I saw that gentleman drove out in, by the time he got to Devon House, because even so much so, he went onto the, the right most lane. In, on the opposite side, I was driving on the opposite side of the road. And there's a filter lane right at the intersection of Hope Road, and Hope Road, Waterloo, and Trafalgar Road. 
right there's an intersection right there where ymc is and there's a filter lane that will take you from hope road onto trafalgar road and what these taxi men will do they drive on the opposite side of the road all the way up to that filter lane and when they reach up to that filter lane they start to bore and cut into the traffic that's there you know persons who have been waiting in line to for the traffic light to change for them to go across the intersection to continue their journey up to papil and the way in which that gentleman was driving i had by the time i got to the van house i told him to take let me out of the vehicle and he was there cussing me out i mean cussing me out said oh means i'm a man and me this and that oh me i behave like some a gal or this or whatever or whatever whatever the case may be I mean, the way how this man was driving, I was fearful of my life. And there are other persons who were sitting in the vehicle who found no problem with it any other. And I told him to let me out. And when I got out of the vehicle, I saw a pro box, a pro box coming, a Toyota pro box coming, taxi, and I jumped in that vehicle. When I got out of that, got out of that that, that seven seater vehicle, it sped off in such a way and was just crisscrossing, crisscrossing in, in the road, and when i got into the pro box and it took like about a, a, a kilometer from where um devon house is all the way up to uh where the arden high school um traffic light is right at police officers club right there so and by the time the taxi that i was in got there the same taxi that i came out of met into an accident with two other vehicles right there and i said look at that look at that look at that and sometimes i cannot blame the people who are on that specific road that papine road i can't necessarily blame them because you have so many persons in that taxi stand that travel on that half retreat to papine route but you see when it comes down to certain time in the evening when persons are ready to go home majority predominantly well majority of the taxi stand around there are persons who are going into papine for um, for classes because there are two universities in the Papine area. The University of the Western is Mona Campus and the University of Technology Jamaica. As well as the, uh, the Vocational and Training Development Institute, VTDI. That's there as well on Gordon Town Road. Those three institution are, institutions are there. And there are persons who when they leave work, they go to these institutions for classes because they are working to get their degree, pro, uh, to complete their degree. Right? And the way how these taxi men are so selfish. I mean, there are a lot of taxis that run, that operate along the Papine to Halfertree route. When they come into the taxi stand and they see the amount of persons who are there to go to Papine, what they want to do is to, per is to travel half the journey. They take persons from Halfertree to Ligany, where um, Scotiabank Ligany, right there. You know, and then if persons go into that taxi, they they paid the the one hundred and fifty dollars, and if they want to go any further, they have to wait. Name there, they have to pay an additional fare to go all the way up to Papine. And now that is ridiculous. Now when the Papine persons are out, you know, you see the cars and that comes the se other seventy seater seven seaters that come, that comes to take up. And as the moment into Papine, everybody is filing into the vehicle. So you find that the vehicle is going to overflow with person because everybody just desperately wants to get to where they're going. It matters not how the driver is driving or whatever the case may be. Everybody just wants to get to where they're going. And persons have to be fighting to get into these taxis. 
right? And when they get into these taxes, first of all, they are over. Uh, they're first of all, they're over. Um, they're overloading the vehicle. Uh, after overloading the vehicle, they're driving so bad on the road. And when they, they they are the same ones who are going to come, and talk about the police force. The police are harassing them. I was also watching the news earlier today when persons from the from the same transportation um sector the taxi men when one of them came, um, came on the um on the on the television on the news report saying that you know there are cases that they're facing right now they're facing some challenges in terms of when they get these traffic tickets they'll go to the tax office and they pay these traffic tickets right and then after paying those traffic tickets when they're pulled over by the police officers they are saying that after the police officer take their license and run them check, it is the, it, the system at the tax office is showing on the police system that they have outstanding tickets that they have already cleared in the system same way, right? And I'm like, then keep your ticket, keep your arm. And I can understand the frustration in terms of that. But to demand... But to demand an amnesty program, I see some persons going to tell like, oh, the government is putting in amnesty for criminals to bring in their weapons and all of these things, or whatever the case may be. Two different situations. That is number one. Two different situations. Right? The taxi men continue to behave so badly on the road. There was an amnesty program that, uh, that was launched in 2017 by Pernell Charles Jr., the Ministry of, uh, Minister of, I think it's Labour and Transport. Yeah, Minister of Labour. And he was ta- he had tabled, uh, in the lower house, he had tabled an amnesty program, I think in late July into August, beginning of August. In 2017, the persons had three months because on October 31st, that amnesty period had ended. And what the government did was to extend that amnesty period into the following year, which is 2018, where persons were able to utilize that, not just the um, the taxis and bus driver, but everyone in general was able to utilize the amnesty period in order to clear their ticket, their traffic violations, without having to face any form of penalties, right? I was also watching the news around that same time when majority of these taxi men, I saw some of these taxi men were, reeling out what supposedly look like spreadsheet paper if anybody know i'm not that old guys but i do have knowledge about certain things when i was younger right spreadsheet paper that's the perforated ones the spreadsheet paper um about the amount of tickets that they have outstanding and that they should be paying which amounted to like a hundred odd thousand dollars two hundred odd jamaican dollars three hundred odd jamaican dollars you know 300 at Jamaican dollars, right? And these people are still on the road operating. When that amnesty period came and majority of the persons went and settled their 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 their, their ticketing stuff or whatever the case, maybe I check uh their traffic violation, the same taximen are going back on the road, return to the road and behave the same way and pile up more tickets. If these taximen were driving as as they were supposed to and following the road code and driving in a safe manner so that they don't be a nuisance to people on the road, you see, they wouldn't have been racking up these tickets. They wouldn't have been doing that. I, I fail to understand how is it that if you get a traffic ticket and you're going to just throw it down and leave it as that, how is it 
that a person with 120 traffic violations is still on the road driving. How is that? How is that? It is ridiculous how this country is operating and it, I just I just don't see why. I see how is it? And then you look at the whole aspect of governance. I don't see how the taxi operators and bus drivers in Jamaica, right across Jamaica, had to hold the country at ransom, the public at ransom, who utilize their services to get from point A to point B, withholding their services from the public and cause the production of Jamaica in just one day to dwindle like that. In addition to that, so many students right across Jamaica had to miss school today. Didn't even get to school until like hours. They probably missed the first two classes. Hours before. And then when there are those taxi men, when there are those taxi men out there who are not participating in the, um, in the protest or at least have a heart you know, to see some of these persons and say, like, listen, we're going to take you to where you need to go because you need to get to where you need to go. And these other taxi men are going to pull over these, pull over the taxi, stand in front of the vehicle, reach into it, and all of them just bombard the car and push them and into the vehicle, open door until the passengers and them must come out. It's whose vehicle? It's whose vehicle? Tell me whose vehicle is it? It is, sorry. I don't understand. I don't understand. It cannot be a case where the country is held at ransom by these persons who continue to breach the Road Traffic Act. And when they breach these act now and they pile up all of these tickets, they have the gall, the gall and the audacity to come and go to, go to the government and say to the government that they need an amnesty to pay off them tickets. If they were behaving as they're supposed to be behaving and following the road traffic act and the road code, they wouldn't have to be calling for no form of amnesty to go and to for uh, and racking up all of these bills to then go and uh, to then go and demand from government. And then as as I mentioned, it look at the whole aspect of governance in Jamaica. It looks at the whole aspect of governance in Jamaica. I was hoping that the government, when they had seen the article yesterday, not even yesterday, on Sunday afternoon, when they posted that the buses, the trans, uh, the buses and the taxi men are going on a strike, I would have hoped that the government would have put out a notice, at least, and this is just my idea, you know, put out a notice to say, like, guys, we'll have some, we'll make provisions for buses right across Jamaica to run at hours interval so please get out as best as you possibly can try and get on these buses as best as you possibly can and get to where you need to get to and show these taxi men so when I need for bow to them when I need I wish I wish we as the public could band together could band together and just boycott the whole taxi them right across for just one week or so because they have tarnished or they have put us as, as, as consumers in such a position where our own livelihood were jeopardized. 
persons could not have been productive today. Schoolers couldn't go to school, people couldn't go to work on time, or couldn't go to work any at all because of this. And if we as a public can stand up and get up and say, you know what, let's boycott this shit. Because same, same as all them can hold us as ransom. Because if them don't work, them don't have money in them pocket. And some of these taxi men out there are driving other people's vehicle, are working for other people by operating these taxis. And coaster buses as well. The coaster bus them even worse than the taxi men them. Worse. Because how could you be taking up persons and filling up, filling up the buses in such a way where persons are hanging off the, th- hanging through the door. I remember a video was viral on Halfway Tree Road, heading down to where, um, heading to Crossroads, where the bus driver, a coaster bus driver and a man, two men were hanging from the doorway, was just dillying, dillying and dallying across the road between the two lanes, going in, uh, in one direction. The dual carriage, in, not dual carriage, the lane in, in one direction, heading to crossroad. Dilly-dallying. These are the kind of behavior. And some of these coaster bus, I see where um, them drive on the opposite side of the road and they don't want to cut in front of persons. So what the, 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 uh, the conductor will do is come out of the bus and stand up in front of the vehicle because the vehicle can't let down the man now. So that the bus can come in front of the people them. These and then the music that them play in and the bus and the taxi them. It's not that anything is wrong with the music, but the volume, the decibel at which they play this music, you can hardly even hear yourself think. You can't even hear yourself think. It cannot be a case where this lawlessness, this lawless behavior continues on this road. And my, whilst I do understand when some persons were commenting, on, there are persons who were commenting on, on, on social media. And these taximen thought that they would have gotten the backing from the public about this amnesty thing. Oh, please, they better think. I think not. Think again. Think again. There were few, very few minute persons who were supporting that the government should give them or grant them an amnesty. I don't believe the government should granting them any amnesty at all. You committed, you breached the Road Traffic Act, you got a ticket or a citation or whatever the case may be, you should have taken care of those violations. And if you think that you did not deserve that ticket any at all, then you go to court. You take it to court. Sure, as Jamaicans, we understand that there are systems in place in Jamaica that it takes a while. It does. And I also do understand there are persons who are saying that they have tickets that they pay for or whatever. Keep your receipt. Keep your receipt. I have friends who have received traffic tickets. And they keep their receipt. They keep it in the same globe compartment or the globe thing that they keep their paper, their car documents in. So that if police should pull them over and they said they these tickets outstanding. They have the receipt to prove that it was paid for. It's just that the system hasn't been updated as yet. I see some persons say that from 2018 they have paid their tickets and they're still on there and I can understand some of the taxi men who will say that them pay for the ticket and it's still reoccurring and the same ticket are still reoccurring on the system. Then keep your receipt. Keep your receipt. Don't throw it away. Keep your receipts. But don't come hold the country at no ransom and come demand that the government should give you an amnesty. 
And then when the government grants you the amnesty and you pay off all your traffic ticket, your traffic violations or your citations or whatever the case may be, and you go back on the road, the same behavior, same very behavior, same behavior. There are some persons who were, you know, who have their own private vehicle that they're commuting, you know, and they were saying, like, you know, Jamaica feels safe. At least the road feels safe knowing that the taxi men are not on the road. Imagine you, some person saying that. Imagine that. If you are walking on the road, or you see a taxi man, a taxi, a taxi in general, and you see like the, the, the back part of the taxi is like sunk in, like it was in an accident, I can promise you, I can promise you that 99% of the time is the taxi's fault. I remember driving, um, I borrowed a vehicle, one of my friend's vehicle, and I was driving it right along Hope Road because he lives up Hope Road, right? And I was carrying, returning the vehicle to him. And right at that very same um, T-junction that I'd mentioned, where I didn't road is, and the police officer's club. And I was traveling on in the leftmost lane, right? in the leftmost lane along the road along the road and the taxi was in front of me i was like a car and a half distance from the taxi right and he was going at a moderate speed i was also going at a moderate speed i was a little bit over the speed limit as well as him but he was we were going at a moderate speed was anything of um bad or anything and for some reason there was a lady that was standing or somebody a passenger or potential passenger that was standing along the road and a taxi man saw the lady and he honked the horn. And you know, when the, when, she, when the taxi was like close to her, she put out her hand to stop the vehicle. And the sudden break that that taxi man pressed, or it just happened. I was like close to hitting him, um, to rear-ending him in the, um, in his, uh, on, his, on his vehicle. Majority of the time, when you see some of these sunk, sunk in, um, sunk in car, um, taxi uh, cars at the back, when you see it sunk, sinking like that, trust and believe, ninety nine percent of the time is their fault. For them fault, ninety nine percent of the time are for them fault. These taxi men need some formal lesson, and if we as a public can boycott their misjudgment of how they conduct themselves today. And even so, when I looked at some of the pictures, even in Maypen, the people, the taxi men gather in the street, playing music and crowd were there. All of the taxi men gather out there, playing music, obstructing traffic and a drink room and play. And I'm like, where are the police officers to disband all of what is happening right here, sir? And they're holding up traffic. You could hear car horns beeping in the background, wanting to pass and cannot pass. Because what? They block off the street. They even burn tires um, in Portmore, blocking the road with tires, set it, setting it ablaze as if that is what... What is that? If there's something that you want to negotiate, I think you should have a sit down with the government and negotiate what you need to negotiate with them. But come and come hold the country at ransom? No, man, you're really ridiculous. My advice is this. To the public is this. I, ho- I I just, I'm glad that the government is not granting them. I think they should just go and pay them ticket or the traffic violation, the citation or whatever you want to call it. Let them go and pay it. 
if I were if I was in the government, you see, I would have a police there at the different tax office. And as I see them come in, as I see them come in and then come in with them holy for ticket, ticket, ticket for go pay and everything, I just stand there and I just start to say um you know, give them them say um the the warrant or you know, whatever the case may be. And to answer, I just start to suspend them license or whatever the case may be. Because until something drastic is done, this is going to continue. And I hope the government used this, took so many lessons from this experience. I hope the government has taken so many lessons, for, uh, as many lessons as I, as I could from this experience. Because the government now needs to see that the country is in desperate need of a public transportation system a proper public transportation system because we cannot depend on the JUTC the JUTC only operates in the corporate area Pat, just the, the outskirts of, of, of St. Thomas Kingston and St. Andrew and St. Catherine and in Montego Bay areas in Montego Bay the second capital in Jamaica the rest of Jamaica they, have, they, they depend heavily on these taxis and coaster bus drivers and highest bus drivers heavily on them in the rural areas the urban areas the JUTC we need a proper transportation system public transportation system in the country in addition to that for those persons who listen to my podcast for those of you who listen to my podcast persons who have a private vehicle if you can go to your neighbor, knock on them door and just make an arrangement with them and say, yo, I'm going, I'm going in this general direction. Do you need a ride? Carpool, if you can. Carpool, help somebody out. If you're on the road and you see somebody who, a, stu- a child or two or a student, and you can take them up and carry them, but be careful, guys. I'm not saying that you should just jump in a vehicle because them stop and say they want to carry us wherever. Be careful because... Criminals still out there, and they will use this as an opportunity to be um to be negligible. Please be vigilant, cautious, and safe. But I am just appealing to the public: if you see these persons in in uniform, especially the ones in uniform, or person students in uniform, and you're going in their general direction, if you can pick them up and drop them at the closest point to the school. Or if you see a co-worker or, co- or persons who work someplace in close proximity to where are the general direction that you're going, if you can offer them a ride, please, please, may I beg you, offer them a ride. Because we cannot be stooping to these taxi men with them nasty, dirty, stinking, rotten behavior on the road. It's time now it stop. It's time now it stop cannot continue like this we cannot continue like this there's so many things that i would love to say on this but i have to wrap it up i have to wrap it up thank you so much for listening to it's all relative you know um we are here i'll be able to put up posts more and more as time progress but thank you so much for listening to it's all relative you can you can follow me on instagram at kchris underscore anthony or you can just type in i have nothing to hide you can follow me on instagram or you can look me up on tiktok where i just be a fool in some of my videos and stuff 
you know you can look for at k chris underscore anthony you can also follow it's all relative on its instagram page that's at it's dot all underscore relative that's it's dot all underscore relative thank you so much for being a part and being able to come and listen to me vent about what took place today mark you they are going to go into this is the second day of their three-day strike that they're going into and i'm just eagerly anticipating as to what is going to happen going forward so as i mentioned thank you so much for joining me on my podcast uh you know it's you've you've been wonderful guys and thank you so much for your continued support i am k chris anthony peace out and walk good